Welcome back to Finding Water, our podcast with digital transformation champions, IT leaders who have successfully led a digital transformation. And I'm your host, Lisa Wolf. And today we welcome Mary Johnston Turner, IDC Research Vice President, Future of Digital Infrastructure at IDC, one of the world's most well-known technology research firms. Mary brings over 30 years of perspective from working with global enterprises on their digital transformation journey and we're honored to have her spend time with us today to help us understand what the future of digital infrastructure means for enterprises and IT leaders globally. Welcome, Mary. Thanks so much, Lisa. It's great to be here. So Mary, before we discuss your future projections around digital infrastructure, how do you define digital infrastructure and what does that have to do with digital transformation? Well, Lisa, you know, digital infrastructure covers a lot of ground. It includes public cloud infrastructure services. It includes on-prem dedicated infrastructure for compute storage and networks. And that's whether it's running in data centers or edge locations or hosting or outsourcing services. And the thing is that, you know, with today's data intensive, geographically distributed enterprises, having that digital infrastructure highway to connect all the data sources, all the people, all the decision makers, all the workflows. It, it, it's really critical that it can scale and respond to the unexpected on a moment's notice. And that's what's really spurred us at IDC to, to look deeper at the future of digital infrastructure and the, the current research practice that I'm driving. And we really see it as a, a important way that the enterprise is gonna be able to continuously respond to the next thing that shows up from around the corner. And, and, and as part of that research, we're particularly looking at a, at a couple you know, key pillars that I can talk about more as we go through this, but cloud native, container and Kubernetes architectures, AI ML driven, AI ops uh, style operations, particularly automation and, and the shift to more consumption driven uses based subscriptions that include a lot of intelligence support services as well. So it's, you know, all in all, I think digital infrastructure today is very, very different than what it might've been thought of as, you know, even 10 years ago. Uh, and it's allowing many organizations to become much more resilient than ever before. And, and certainly if nothing else, the last year with the pandemic has shown us how the, the most digitally resilient uh, organizations have, have done the best with all these unexpected changes. Yeah, and unexpected changes are, uh, are what we can count on. So, um, so, okay, what should technology leaders do now in order to be prepared for the future of digital infrastructure? Well, you know, as I just said, the, the way we're looking at the, the future digital infrastructure is really anchored in enterprises being able to adapt to the unexpected. And that means being able to bring together just a, what's been a proliferation of really interesting individual technology innovations from public and private cloud and infrastructure automation as code and AI ops. And, and like I said, some of these more consumption driven operational models, but it's all got to come together into a really robust framework so that the organization doesn't have to rely on a bunch of silos of innovation, but can actually knit those together into a, a integrated operational model that, that you know, is built around a number of both technical and governance and operational updates. So. You know, to, to get back to your question, what they have to do to be prepared, 
Uh, you know, I think we're seeing a lot of it is on that governance side, moving away from thinking about silos to more uh, policy-driven automated operations where the policies and the KPIs are defined very collaboratively across IT and cloud and DevOps and business teams. And, and you know, underpinning it all is a, a much richer uh, set of data, uh, not only data from individual systems, but the ability to use AI and ML and AI ops to bring a, a coordinated view across those systems of data across the full stack and use that to drive uh, automated uh, decision-making and operations and sterilization across this whole field of, of really interesting infrastructure components. So, so what's the what are the most exciting outcomes that you expect from the future of digital infrastructure? Well, top of mind, it's that greater business resiliency, and 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 with that, the improved ability for IT to focus on what matters for the business. Uh, you know, I think whether it involves extending market reach or supporting what are likely to long term be hybrid work models with remote and in house. Uh, work and in, in office work needing to be consistent uh, in post-pandemic. Uh, you know, we're going to see support for a lot of digital innovations that rely on very robust and agile infrastructure, whether it's telehealth or contactless services or cashless commerce. And, and you know, to be able to support those kinds of uh, really fast-changing business operations, the, the IT organization is going to have to move to these more automated cloud native architectures with a lot of AI and a lot of automation to support it. Our research is showing that, that in fact, organizations that have the greatest priority right now on investing for this resilient digital infrastructure approach tend to also be the ones who are prioritizing faster time to market and profit growth coming out of the pandemic. So I think that this is going to be a, a really important area to facilitate the competitiveness of business long-term. Okay, so what are the key foundational elements that need to be in place to realize the outcomes that you just described for the future of digital infrastructure? Well, I think a lot of it is about having a consistent operational model across all those components that I talked about that collectively make up the digital infrastructure because it's just getting more and more complicated to integrate secure and scale. And, you know, our, our research shows that the most successful organizations are looking beyond just the ability to deploy cloud or container infrastructure and are really focusing on how to transform their operational environments. We know that IT headcount is, is never going to increase fast enough to keep up with the scale and complexity of today's environments, plus whatever we're going to see in the future. So the goal has to be to make it more efficient, more repeatable, more secure, and more automated. And, and the investments, you kind of run the gamut from different strategies to, to accomplish those goals, whether it's investment in in-house AI ops and infrastructure as code automation, uh, whether it's by kind of sharing the load with service providers, either through software as a service or uh, consumption-based purchasing models for cloud or on-prem that include a lot of built-in support and lower-level infrastructure uh, tasks, support kind of automation. Uh, you know, I think what we're going to find is that the most successful organizations are the ones who make it a priority 
to reduce the, the time and effort needed to manage their technology investments. And in many cases, that's gonna include shifting to more of these pay-as-you-go models where, uh, again, whether it's software as a service or a cloud service or a, a consumption-based on-prem infrastructure resource, where the lower level complexity is abstracted away and the organization is better able to focus on those business KPIs and operational goals. So we think we're going to see a, a significant growth in, in the use of these kinds of operational models and, and in the implementation of consistent control planes across edge data center and cloud. So, so my experience with customers, enterprise customers and IT, is that digital business needs a data platform and it needs AI to unlock the insights from that platform. What do you see when it comes to tearing down these data silos for business and operations? Well, you know, data is obviously the heart of the business, right? And so being able to integrate across many generations of data is, is, is critical. And I think it's one of the things that certainly a, a modern digital infrastructure is going to enable us to do, whether it's, you know, in terms of uh, making AI and AI ops available across the fabric, whether it's providing full stack observability controls, whether it's normalizing the way that different data sources integrate with one another across that consistent operational control plane. You know, our, our, our research tells us that 90% of enterprises are committed to hybrid and multi-cloud architectures that really include continued support for more traditional on-prem systems as well. So it's going to be really vital that these organizations are able to give their business and IT decision makers uh, a consistent access plane for the data so that they can bring it together and correlate it and build models and uh, derive insight in a way that, that allows everyone to have a common source of truth, but yet can also apply analytics and visualizations as they need it. So I think the role of the infrastructure is going to be pretty important in facilitating that breaking down of data silos. So as, as you've witnessed technology evolve over these past 30 years, what are the three most important elements that have remained an absolute necessity that you recommend must carry forward? Well, you know, if you look back 30 years, uh, things have really changed. 30 years ago, the commercial internet was still very early stage. You know, time-sensitive documents got delivered via FedEx instead of email. Phone booths were widely available. And we never would have been able to make that pivot uh, to work in school at home as quickly in 1990 as we did in 2020. So if you think about that and then you look to the next 30 years, the, that whole pace of innovation is just going to continue to accelerate at, at every level of infrastructure and IT, from silicon to software and open source and AI and automation and so many areas. You know, I think we're going to continue to see core infrastructure functionality more abstracted away and become more policy-driven, AI-driven, automated. But what's not going to change is the fact that, you know, business is still built on people and process still matters. And, you know, whether IT and business teams and data teams are together in person or virtually, it's still going to be really important that they all align about what's important to that business and where do they need to make the investments, what kind of data needs to be available, and how is it going to be analyzed so organizations can take action faster. So collaboration across business IT is never going to go out of style. 
Secondly, you know, infrastructure is going to continue to be vital. Uh, it's that highway for innovation and for data sharing. And even if organizations are able to let go, you know, some of the hands-on control of the lowest level config and hardening type activities, they're still going to have to hold the reins when it comes to defining and enforcing policies that's important to the business and then driving that back into the way that infrastructure and resources are secured and uh, meet compliance audits and optimize costs and maintain that customer experience. You know, and finally come back to data because data continues to be precious and the ability to integrate, analyze, visualize, and take action based on data is going to differentiate who succeeds and, and who doesn't. Those who can move faster, those who can democratize access to data and uh, speed, higher quality decision-making with, with better AI and ML-powered analytics are, are definitely going to be among the winners. So, Mary, I know you're a big hockey fan and you have been your entire 30 years in IT. Um, do you see similarities between hockey and the way that you see the future of digital infrastructure unfolding? Well, well, Lisa, having uh, just seen my uh, my UMass Minutemen win the NCAA uh, finals for the first time ever, yeah, I'm definitely a hockey fan. Uh, and you know, hockey moves so fast; the the puck constantly takes unexpected turns and bounces. And and you know, by far the most successful hockey players are the ones who skate to where the puck is going. They they constantly look a, a step or two ahead, and you know if they have a chance to grab that puck and and skate as hard as they can to the goal, they're going to do it. And and I think digital infrastructure is really the same. Business is is always going to have to contend with the unexpected, but this pivot to more intelligent, autonomous, cloud-centric architectures is going to go a long way towards helping organizations be able to proactively and predictively respond to these changing conditions. So, Mary, I want to thank you so much for sharing your journey and for your invaluable future projections. Well, thanks so much for having me. I really enjoyed it, and I look forward to talking to you again, Lisa. Thank you for joining today's episode of Finding Water. Please join us for our next episode on digging deeper into transforming IT. And so long for now. 